This is Colossus, and you are listening to The High Regard Show. The High Regard Show. It's... It's genuinely, like, not good. Check out The High Regard Show. New episodes every Monday. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And I'm Nikki. And this is the High Regard Show. In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up on the third floor. Moving on up. Oh, it don't get better than that. No, sir, it doesn't. Hey everybody, thank you for coming back this week. Hello, hello. Um, I wish I could give you an idea of, hey, this is going to be one of those regular shows we're doing. This might be a really show that's cut short because... The new Dr. Steve Brule's on tonight. Dr. Steve Brule is coming back tonight. Season four. Drumster fresh <laughs> for your health. You drank Check it. Out. Drank it. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Check it out tonight. Tonight at midnight. Well, you're not going to hear it tonight because by the time you hear the show, it will be like long over. But whatever. I mean, you can always probably go back on on demand and watch it. You can watch anything at any time, anywhere. You know what? I'm going to take back what I said in the beginning. I'm pretty much thinking the way it's going. It's probably going to be a long show. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I give a warning, like, let's keep it short because like we have this, this, and this. We usually end up having a really good long show. (laughs) Let me me start off by telling you all my television watching habits. And then... (laughs) Then I'll tell you about a little bit about my coin collection that I got from the last trip I took like out of the country. I got like various coins from all the same place, but whatever. What are you talking about? Maybe we should just go you into coins? this week's uh you heard. I don't think I could date you if I if you collected coins. Like if you were the type of person that collected coins, like there's just something off putting about that. Oh my god. It's very like child touchy kid. You know what you know what the telltale sign of um a male coin collector is? <laughs> what greased hair greased hair like yeah. what kind like give me an example like just like lenny and squiggy like oh. greased down <laughs> okay i don't like this <laughs> like yeah look at cutting it off you're cut off <laughs> that's why i'm thinking there's no way i can possibly be a coin collector because my hair can't be tamed by product no i'm looking at it right now and you were very you're very lion-like lion-like lion-esque lion-esque i I wanted to say lioness like i knew there was a word that sounded like lioness and i was like that's not the right word oh all right miss tigress (laughs) let's uh just get on with the show before it's like a two-hour show (laughs) it might be a 45 minute show today no we're looking at two hours let's see what happens can we get into we get heard we sure can hit it So this week's You Heard kind of goes with this week's show theme, and it comes to us from Mercer Street between Broom and Spring Street. What what, what was the name of it? What? The name of the street? Mercer between... Oh, okay. Broom and Spring. What? You said it with a weird... It was like Mercer. Mercer? You know what it might have been? You might have been talking to our soon upcoming guest, and then in talking to him, you might have picked up a little bit of his accent is what it Maybe sounds like Maybe we do have me. a guest later coming later oh, in the show. And, a very special guest. And I feel like you might have talked to him a little bit too much, and now your voice is starting to take on some of his qualities. It happens. You know, it does happen. Like when I, when, remember when I used to work with an Australian and I would come home talking in an Australian accent because I would just make her talk to me all day just so that I could hear her beautiful accent. Can anybody not remember when you worked with an Australian and talked to an Australian accent? (laughs) Anyway, this gentleman was overheard on Mercer. Yes. Between Broom and Spring saying... I had bitches piling up. <laughs> and I think I can say drops mic on this week's You Heard. Uh, 
And that was probably one of the best you heard lead-ins to any show so far. It was well-timed, yes, I know. Considering, you know, what this week's topic is. Which is what, Tom? Share with me. Oh, man, I hope you were going to (laughs) say. I was like, oh, shit, what? I wrote the back half. (laughs) I mean, I was under the impression you were going to say this. All right, so apparently (laughs) Matthew Hussey. Yes. He is a relationship expert one would say yes um he is sort of a life coach yes what does he call himself he calls himself a human dynamics coach a human dynamics coach and um he had i guess a video that has been floating around for like the last week or so on facebook Mm -hmm. and i'm at work and and I'm a sucker for some things, you know. You like, love video. We I do love video because I don't want to read so many See, words. I hate watch. So I'm like I hate words. watching videos. I hate videos. I would read if people could just write and get to the point as to where it is. Like if I'm reading a book, I, I want a description of the stuff that's around. Like tell me like. What is it like in this dark forest where this heinous thing is about to happen? Ooh, Describe yes. it to me. But something like a news story, just tell me the story. Like, you don't need to say the same thing 15 times in the same article. Okay. So yes, you like. So I get you... it. There was one shooter. I get it. There was one shooter. One shooter. Whatever it is, it just keeps going on. And it's like, you said that 15 times. You okay. could have done the whole article in three paragraphs. I mean, I could have gotten the whole story. Okay. Because that's all the information you know. Once you tell me, there's nothing, there's nothing you do that's going to drag it out to 5,000 words. So how is words. video different? Video's different because I feel like when people make videos, it's kind of like when we do our podcast, when we first started doing it. And we, like, listen to it and we'd be like, oh, man, there's, like, so many places where we're not really sure of our pace. We're not really mm-hmm. sure, like, how to stick to, like, a certain, like, topic for any amount of time. So we can go back in and you can edit it down because you hear it and you can hear like, man, I really sounded like I went on and on and on at this point. Kind of <laughs> like, like right, now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ, get to the point. But the point is like when people do videos, they can usually like watch it over and see like where their mistakes were. Like when you listen to sound and you can hear where your mistakes were and then say, you know, the next time I do this, I could chop it down. Okay, yeah. It's just getting to the meat of it. And like you, when you re-listen to it or re-watch it or something, like you can see it. Right. And then, like, yeah, so, like, news outlets will put up, like, the raw video and then go back and watch it when they get back to the newsroom or whatnot. Right. Like, command center. And <laughs> and then, like, just cut it down to be, like, that's that's our money shot. Right. As opposed to when you read an article, I think people try to make the articles longer because for whatever reason, I guess, a lot of, like, news outlets think the more words, the more important this I'm has so, to be. And I used to be, I used to be like that so much, and now I'm just like... The only thing I want to read, I'm like I this week I went away, I went to my parents, mm. and I read on the entire bus, like the whole way there, and I was just like, oh my god, I love just reading like this long form stuff, which is like what like I, See, I, I miss that. I love reading, but but a book, like I said, is different because you have descriptions, yeah. and things like that. But a news story, when they're like going, all right, well, we need a five thousand word news story. About like an event that you could literally sum up in three paragraphs, especially as news is breaking. You're like going, all right, news is breaking. That's like why I love Twitter. You are forced to give me whatever your whatever is yeah. your story in that amount in of characters. In 140 characters, and people or less. can pull it off. Unbelievably, they could pull and it off. When you see people who like when who are still like retardedly sharing. With, like, the whole, like, you know how, like, it cuts off and they just share, like, the huge URL? Oh, yeah. Like, I want to unfollow them because it's, like, learn how to use it, you moron. Right. The whole point is getting there faster. And our society is going towards getting there faster. Yes. And this is the thing. A perfect segue into what exactly this person who we were talking about named Matthew Hussey, thank you. Oh, I forgot. It was so long ago. I know. I was like, we are getting, like, twisted up. All right, so Matthew Hussey, <laughs> he goes and he releases this video. And basically, it's it, it got me because the headline was, like, whatever. I think it was, um, who should pay for a date? You know, men versus women. Mm-hmm. And, and then it said something underneath, like, caution, this is a really controversial subject. And I'm like, 
All right. Bite. You got me. You got, I'm like, you know, I'm waiting for stuff to come in at the moment. And it did. But until it did, I was like, I got like, what, I think it was like a three-minute video. So I click on it, and I watch it, and I'm thinking to myself, this really isn't all that controversial. Like, it's kind of dumb that here's a guy in his, like, mid to late 20s. Mm-hmm, 28. Okay. And he is, you know, like we said, life coach, all these things. He goes to these events. The majority of the people in his audience mm-hmm. are women. Right. And he asks some a woman. A woman stands up and she basically says, you know, like, who should pay for a date? You know, they've been going out, I guess, for five months. Yeah. And he he asks the question to the audience. All right, who do you guys think should pay for a date? And, and it was a resounding yes. A resounding, a resounding man. man. Man, I don't know why I said yes. I don't know. Like, because like, you were yes. like, because I, I was going to say man, and you were going to say yes, yes really quick, <laughs> but you went excited. too soon. All right, I got excited. <laughs> I jumped in. Screw them, man. That's what it is. I jumped in, yes. So then after that, I was like, well, whatever. Because, you know, the man should pay for the first date or whatever. But by the time you get to date number 50, which is the number that they picked out. Right. Well, I feel like at that point in time, duh, at some point, someone's going to have to pick up another meal. Yeah, and, like, I just don't understand, like, what the fuck is there to debate? What does anybody, like, I have never, like, this is the first relationship that I've ever been in where it was actually, like, you were a gentleman. You were the, fir- you were the first gentleman that I have dated. That's how I wrote people in. <laughs> he says it's and just then, his eye across the table and then, and then you walk in like on a Friday night and then you're like you know if you pulled some of the shit that if I pulled some of the shit you did you'd be mad at me for like a week and I'd be like alright I had you there didn't I you, ha- you did have me there because I probably would have been like mad at you because I was on the phone with <laughs> Tyler, Tyler Durden, Durden <laughs> who is talking a mile a minute about her trip that's upcoming and which is tomorrow, and she's not home to pack, but let's not get into that. And you are talking to me at the same time. This this is after you, she and I had called each other like a good six times because I kept losing signal in the apartment because something's going on. Whatever. So you're like sitting there and you're just like, oh, blah, 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 the soup, you're this and the that and the this. And I'm just like, and you talked at the exact same time I could finally hear her. And it was just, oh my God. Well, but if I did that to you, you would like snap your fingers and you'd be like, Ugh, that's right. I'd make my Planet of the Apes sounds. Exactly. Because that's what you do. And I'd make my big gorilla sounds. Exactly. <laughs> but the point was, number one, she is awful on the phone. She is. But I don't want, we don't need to talk about this because let's get back to Matthew. But before we do, let's just straighten this out. All I want to do is eat dinner. I'm sitting there. I'm like, wait. I'm like, come on, man. As soon as we eat dinner, we can do the show. I got to eat. Let's go, man. And you did. You got to eat. So Matthew Hussey. So Matthew Hussey says it's going to be controversial. That's the part I pick up from his headline. And I'm like, this is going to be the dumbest thing. Like after watching the video. Like it's it's like going to be ridiculous. What's the controversy? And then... I click on comments. Because <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing as just profound and poetic as social media comments. Listen, I don't know what it is that maybe as time's going on, people are just getting bolder in like how they voice their opinions. Or maybe they, are, they yeah. or maybe they just don't realize like how many people they're reaching. Because there were people who wrote stuff like out there directly to like another person maybe they think oh i'm just i'm just voicing my opinion to that one person i'm talking to meanwhile i don't know either one of you and i'm reading it and i'm judging you (laughs) i am so judging you you are fucking dumb you are dumb like a bag of rocks like stanford said on sex in the city judgy wudgy judgy wudgy was a bear (laughs) can i just say like Man, I cannot get over the balls on, you know who, specifically? Who? Just about every goddamn person there is on Facebook right now. That's who I can't get over the balls on. Because just the stuff that they'll say 
in an effort, and I really believe, just to become like, you know, I want my 15 minutes of fame, I'm going to say something kind of outlandish, and that's how I'm going to get it. And they do. But then I'm reading it, and I'm wondering, maybe they're just that stupid, and they really believe. And I'm like, this has to be a publicity stunt. And then I'm like, but then I read their follow-up comments, and I'm like, no, I really think they're just kind of like a little bit, you know. Dumb. Yeah, a little bit of... A little bit of the spoon well, bled into the knife drawer. Well, I mean, you know, we watched a couple of his videos, and it was like he's saying things that we all know to be true. He's saying things like th- it should be a 50-50. It's a, like you know in your heart that, like, that's how it kind of should be. We. No. We know. But some of the things are just like like how he was just talking about how women should, like, conduct themselves. And like, like, for example, like there was one video that I watched where he was talking about, um, like, I forget what the title of it was, but he was saying about how like, they're like in the very early stages of their, their relationship, like they're dating and like, they probably haven't had relations yet. They haven't laying down in the marital bed. I don't know why I This had is to what say he it. said. This is what <laughs> he said this. Is this what he said? I felt like I was going I wanted to start like saying it in erotica and I was just like laying down in said? the marital bed. Is this what he said? No, he didn't. Not at any point did a 28-year-old <laughs> say the words marital bed. You know who said that? Probably Dick Van Dyke in one of his jokes. And it was, and I bet it was racy. I bet you that was a racy, racy joke. Wasn't he the first guy that, like, wasn't his show, like, the first one that showed, like, a pregnant woman or something? No, that was Lucy. I don't know. He might have been the first show that showed, like, a husband and wife in the same room or something. Anyway, (laughs) like, sleeping in the same room. It's the 1950s. Children are a thing of the past as men and women sleep in different bedrooms. How did it happen? Science. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yes, exactly. Anyway, so, go so on. Matt, God. So, he was saying, like, she, he texted her. He's like, hey, what's up? And then she says, oh, heading out with friends tonight. Just got out of the shower. First of all, why would you fucking tell somebody that unless you wanted something like, you know, like, ooh, I was trying to be like, ooh, I just got out of the shower. Like, that's what I would be like. Oh, I just got out of the shower. That's not true. Sassy, there are times sassy. where you're like going, what do you need? I just got out of the shower. <laughs> Like, you can You'd see say, the tone. Like, I think you would say, like, just something like, I'm rushing, like, oh, rushing around, hanging out. Like, you know, I'm going out with my friends tonight. Like, why did you have to add that extra, like, zzz? Anyway, so then he goes, so this could go one of two ways. He could say, send me a picture. Or he says, this is what he chooses to say. He chooses to say, send me a pic. Okay. So now the ball's in her court, and she could say, how dare you? What type of woman do you think I am? Or mm. she could send you a pic. All right. And be that kind of woman or something he said. Because oh, a I think harlot. He, harlot. I, yes, because yeah. it seems very like he wants women to be, he wants women to chase men, but he still wants women to be like chase, chased. I like, hate it. Like he still wants. I hate the whole thing. Yeah. And then the last, the last comment and like she's, they said like, this is what you should say if he wants like a sext like and you're not ready for it in the relationship so the perfect answer would be i don't think we're at that point in our relationship yet wink smiley face cool sunglasses (laughs) but i feel like if you say that it like opens the door to be like you don't think so and then you what do you what do you answer in a case like that well, then he probably would apologize because I did stop watching the video. So he like... He because I feel like no matter what, whichever way you zig, a, z- a guy can zag. Yeah, he'll find a way. Yeah, like there's ways to do it. Yeah. Right. So it's like, and that's the thing. Like that's what makes it bullshit because it's like women are buying into this fact that it's like, you're telling me exactly how I can snag my man, snag Mr. Right. But like it, you can't predict, like you just have to go with... You can't tell somebody what to do. Yeah. This, listen, I don't like the fact that the, everything has to be a game or relationships. Right. Yeah. I think it's bullshit. And I, I'm serious. This week, I talked to somebody from work. I'm not going to say the person's name because, like, we are keeping everything very in private. 
<laughs> but hello, 8,000 subscribers. Guess what? <laughs> Tom has a secret. <laughs> I have a secret. I'm going to tell you what it is, but I'm not going to tell you who it's from. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you what it is. I'm just going to tell what you. what my mom would call a yenta. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Well, I don't want to forget it. All right. Anyway, I don't want to get into your mom jokes because we could be here all we night. All we don't want to do that long no, of a show. No. But you can't open a door for that. <laughs> but basically, the the whole thing of it was is like, how do you know if somebody's into you? Right. And it was kind of like, what do you mean? Like, just ask. Like, I don't get what the problem is. Like, there's so many rules with you meet somebody, you got to wait X amount of number of days before you wind up talking to them on the phone or to call them or to meet with them or where you can meet. You wait three days after a date to text them. And then whoever gets that text, you wait like another two days or something like that. It's fucking bullshit. No, it's this is how it works. It's kind of like you meet somebody or you know somebody and you go somewhere and then you like kind of like hanging out and everything goes along and you're like going, hey, man, that ended up pretty good. Then you say, hey, let's do that again. And eventually, if that sticks and it keeps going that way, then you find yourself like in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then you're dealing with the things that come with relationships. Right. You don't turn it into a game. Who the fuck wants to do a mental triathlon so they could go out for dinner with somebody? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, and like there's all these rules of like, and I know that we've talked, we had like a dating episode like a long, long time ago that was completely different than this. And we <laughs> Was did, it ever? <laughs> and we didn't get into like... Um, you know, like the our what I like to call meet cute, but we broke every single rule. Like I remember us admitting that we broke like every single rule because whose rules? The rules, the quote unquote rules that like the magazines and the websites and the rules. blogs and these this guy, these people like Matthew, like. But listen, here's the deal: everybody who is like coming up with their own set of rules on how to meet people. Rules, rules. Now, that would be a good set of rules. I'd <laughs> oh love God. to know I'd what it is. I'd love to know his dating advice. <laughs> Take use, your, use your computer. <laughs> uh, use your computer. Microsoft Windows. Vented by Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> Look, seriously, when it comes down to it, the way it is, is if you're writing, like, here are my rules for you know, snagging the right guy or getting the best gal or, you know, whatever. (laughs) You're selling that to a magazine. You're not writing it really to help people as much as to increase your viewership. And the easiest way to increase any kind of viewership is to, like, prey on weak-minded people that don't that know are what lonely. they're doing. That, that are lonely well, and insecure. Well, that's where the weakness yeah. comes from. Yeah. And it's... And it doesn't have to be a weakness, but society has put so many rules in place as far as how to approach the opposite sex. And see, and I think the best thing... Like, or same sex, sorry. I didn't want to just... Because I said, I said put rules in for the opposite sex, and then I was like, oh, for the same sex. Right. Like, but, really, yeah, for just a relationship, yeah. Yeah. Any relationship. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I just went, I was like, well, I felt like I left a, a whole entire group out. So I felt like I had to include them. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> right, but it's just, it's just a typical way to say like, you know, opposite sex is just a way, whatever. Okay. We're going to cut this out. <laughs> no, we're not. It's going the whole way. So anyway, go on. So I forget what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, but I think like one of the things that I think helped me the most in our relationship is that I was single for a really long time. Yeah. And... I think that what makes you better in a relationship is being better with yourself. Like, if you can't sit home alone on a Saturday night in your pajamas drinking sake from the bottle like I once did a few times. But, like, if you can't do something like that or you can't be alone with yourself and just be comfortable. Like, I know people who cannot be alone. And if they don't have plans, they reach out to the far reaches of their friend spectrum just to have somebody to like go spend a night with or like be out on the town with. Like if you are, if you feel like you need to be out all the time and can't just be home with you and your thoughts, 
what what can you add to a relationship? I don't know. <laughs> That's my answer. I don't know. I, I don't understand people who can't be alone. Because by the time you and I got together, I think we both had been through the ringer. Mm-hmm. And we were done with the bullshit. And we knew from the very first date that we had, this is what I this is who I am. This is what is part of my life. And this is it. Like there was no black and white or what what's gray? The there was no gray. The opposite yeah. of black and white yeah. or the middle of thereof. Yeah. There was like no gray. It was like this and this. So I mean, like how come like why is it so hard? I don't know. I I really really don't know. And and when I bring it up and I ask like, you know, coworkers and stuff like that, like god man, Every once in a while, like, there will be, like, a co-worker that will come in and, and have, like, that situation or whatever, art director's club, because I want to, like, mm-hmm. get rid, get the scent off of the co-workers. <laughs> but seriously, you know, it's just a matter of I don't understand why, if you know you like somebody, you can't just walk up to them and say, want to go grab a drink. Right. What is the big deal? Because what's the most going to happen? They're going to say no. And then who gives a shit? Yeah, or you're gonna go there and it's oh, you're, it's not like a good thing. It's a drink. You can't take right twenty minutes out of your day to just have a drink and see what might happen. And even if there is no attraction there, at least you might make a friend out of it. Right. Because isn't it nice just to be able to just walk by like a certain person, like and just be like, "Hey, how's it going?" Yeah. And not just walk past and be like, "On." Man, I don't know anybody here. I have like nothing in relation to these people here. Right. Like it's just good not even just a date, just to like walk past somebody and be like going, okay, there's a safe haven of somebody I can wave to so I don't look like I'm the lonely dude walking down the hallway to a Or yeah, or just feel like, yeah, hey, I belong like yeah, it's just like an inclusion almost thing because we are still like a pack creature. And that was one of the things, like, when I was researching, like, what I thought we were going to be doing the show on in our you earlier really today. Fucked I really, up. I really fucked it up. But it, whatever. It doesn't matter because I think we have a really good show right now. All right. Well, let's see what happens. No, that's good. Go on. Don't give me that face. You're going to get a lot of this face tonight. I can tell you that. Great. <laughs> but it was like how relationships started, like, back in the hunter gathering days almost like a tournament like a real like dating is like a tournament ritual where like you seek someone out and you try to like win their affections like oh i'm grog and here's like a hunk of antelope that i'm giving you because i think you're pretty in your prehistoric neanderthal way like you know what i mean like it was like they somehow found something in somebody else. And even if it was like animalistic because they weren't fully developed or anything, it was like, it started like that back in those days, like of the cavemen, like you had to try to win someone. So it just continued to be a game from there on out. It started as like a game, like here's a piece of meter. I'm going to drag you by your hair or whatever. Like, and then technology came along and just was like, we're going to make it like an electronic. Now it's electronic battleship all of a sudden. Yeah. It's so stupid. I'm it's so glad so we stupid. Have to do that, like, to be honest. Let me tell you, it's dumb, number one, because it's just ridiculous that adults are playing games as far as relationships go. Because I don't I really don't see why anybody should be uncomfortable walking up to somebody and saying, Hey, do you want to go grab a drink? Right. Nobody should be nobody should feel that I guess insecure maybe is the word. To walk up and approach somebody else. Because usually the only reason why you wouldn't approach somebody else is because you feel that they are better than you. Mm-hmm. And you are gonna and you fear the rejection that they could potentially give you. And that's something like I've been guilty of my, like, you know, I might not apply for that job because I'm like, well, I'm never going to get it. So it's like, what's the point? Or I'm not going to, like, say hello to this person in the elevator because... I don't know if, like, I'm, like, the rank or who they are. Or, like, I'm just, like, this little nobody or something. You know what I mean? So it's, like, you I don't. want. <laughs> because what do you have to lose? If exactly. you're in the elevator going up with somebody and somebody's, like, in a suit and you're not really sure who they are. Right. I could be I in a T-shirt. Shy. yeah. See, I'll be, I'll, I'll be, like, in a T-shirt and jeans. My thought will be, like, oh, my God. Like, I really wish I would have wore 
You know, I like I wore a collared shirt four out of the five days. It's dressed down Friday, and here I am going up in an elevator right. with a suit. And obviously, somebody costs it's dressed down Fridays, and this dude's still in a suit. So obviously, it is a situation. But I go in there. My first thought is, man, I wish I would have worn a collared shirt. But number two, I'm going to say hello to you and make it a purpose yeah. that we make eye contact because if you are somebody, well, you might be my next step to something else. So right. you better damn and well I need believe. to start and I need to start doing that because like I just sometimes like I just get so shy and like introverted when like I'm around people because I just generally don't like being around people anymore. I hate being around people. But I also know for a fact that you got to play the game of necessi- life. They're yeah. a necessity. Yeah. They're absolutely right. a necessity. And as far as like us being pack creatures, man, I don't think there is anything in the world that would make me happier than if I went to jail for something, just being dropped into like solitary confinement. <laughs> I think I w- I really, really, honestly believe that I would do great in solitary confinement. I agree. I think I would too. Yeah. Because, I mean, Jesus, I could sit in any one of these rooms with the lights completely out Mm -hmm. and nothing going on. And I could just be like, it is just so nice that it is dark and quiet in here. If I could have (laughs) all the trappings of the things that, like, make me most happy, like my journal, a book, like like a notebook and pen, like something that I could read and write with, like I would be perfectly happy in something. Because that's just to me. I don't know if you get that, though. What? I, I know, that's what that. I'm, like, like, I would say that, but I'd like, like, if I could have, like, a room, like, if I could go to a, you know, non-pound me in the ass person, like. <laughs> yeah. Like, one that was, like, slightly luxurious where you could have playthings. What? Yeah, I don't know. I think I just would want to be left completely alone. Like, I wouldn't want, I'd just be like, look, I don't want a part of it. Okay. I don't want to be, like, Duly in your noted. club or your gang or. Whatever your scout troop is, I just want to like be left alone. I want to sit in that dark room for fifteen years. I'm gonna come out and okay. Well, you sounds like you got it all figured out. So wind up at the front door of the person's house and okay. <laughs> like you know what I'm doing now. What's that Robert De Niro movie? I'm not getting into that. Cape Fear. Oh, okay. No, not that movie. Another one. <laughs> no, Cape Fear, where he was just like kind of hunting them down after all those years. And Nick Nolte was in it. I can't believe you don't know it. That's I do a... know it. I remember all seeing right, it. All right. Okay. All right. Because I mean, I know you know you and Nick Nolte, so. Well, yeah, I do. Nick Nolte and I do have a bond. You certainly do. <laughs> you want to say what it is? Yeah, whatever. My mom was in love with Nick Nolte. He was in The Deep <laughs> when she was pregnant with me. And the, the moment that she saw him in The Deep, she was like, he is very sexy. And this baby is going to be named Nick, no matter what it is. So if I was a boy, I would have been Nicholas. And here I am, a Nicky. <laughs> that is one sexy beast. I am going to name my child after him. And honestly, the deep of all movies. And I remember, like, I'm like, it was like the greatest. Like when DVDs first came out, it was like the greatest thing when like that came out on DVD. And I got it for her for Christmas one year, and I made her watch it. And it, I was just like, "This is the fucking movie that like fucking <laughs> inspired my name." Are you fucking kidding me? Well, I think your mom's been to three movies. <laughs> And out of those three, only a total of six people have seen them all. Because <laughs> your mom don't Wait, watch movies. No. The only movies I remember my mom and I going to was The Smurfs and the Magic Flute. That was the very first movie I remember seeing. Yeah. Then we saw, um, oh my God, that movie with Val Kilmer, Spies Like Us. It was like, uh, wasn't it Val Kilmer and like Dan Aykroyd, right? Yeah. And they were like Russian spies or something. Yeah. And then she saw The Lion King and she cried through the whole thing. Which mm-hmm. I then did like 30 years later when I saw the Broadway show or 20 years later. And then we saw Poseidon. And. <laughs> this, is the worst. this is literally the worst set of movies. I know. Anybody. And Angels and Demons with Tom Hanks. If you said, can you just listen? Da Vinci Code, Da Vinci Code. Just, just give me a list of some shit movies. Because we're going to have a shit movie show. Wait, she and my dad went on a date to see 310 to Yuma with Christian Bale. These are horrible <laughs> movies. They're horrible. They're literally movies that everybody's forgot about until you name them. Everybody's like, oh, 310 to Yuma. What happened to that movie? 
Wasn't it good, though? I thought people thought it was good. Yeah, it was good like a million years ago. That exactly. was probably the last movie your mom saw. Yeah, I think so. I think <laughs> 310 to Yuma might be the last movie my mom saw. It. <laughs> the 310 to Yuma was actually a thing when your mom saw that movie. <laughs> Like, that's the weirdness of this whole entire scenario. So how did we even get here? I don't know. Oh, yeah. So people just being able to, like, just go out, like, on dates and not have to worry about things. Yeah, and just be <laughs> exactly. like, just get to it and let's roll along and that's all. But, no, there has to be games and all this other bullshit to the point where people are now getting paid to tell people how to play the game and win at it. I think this is a perfect time to have a did you know. Really? Yes. <laughs> You love the Did You Know. I am so obsessed All with right. this week's Did You Know. Let's play the music. No, before we play the music. Let, don't, don't press the button yet. Before we play the music. Finger hands on the button. Don't, 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 don't press the button. Don't press it's the getting button. getting closer. Don't. I feel like stimping. Don't press it. Don't press it. All right. So before we get into Did You Know, let me just say, Nikki did this whole Did You Know this week, and I read it, and it's very, very good. She she even put like little spaces in like where she's you know where I she likes to, yeah I'm going to make comments. where she's like don't run over my lines pretty much is the warning the unsaid warning is you don't you better you see my name you better like let me get my comments in all right I get it it's it now it's like a sport so I can't what run are over you her talking name. about all right anyway so the point is is that it's the longer did you know than usual it's going to be like a show segment did you know. So it's a very special. Yeah, we have a special guest. A special elongated. I don't know. Did you know? <laughs> elongated. For Play her pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Just couldn't hit that button in time that time, huh? All right, great. <laughs> She's gaining on you. Good lord. One of these days, she might have the last word on the podcast. Just one of these days. <laughs> Only if she starts editing. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Did you know? Did you know anything about Matthew Hussey before? Hussey, who gives a shit? <laughs> I got to go back and do it over. His name. All right. His name is Matthew Hussey. Hussey. I got it. Like a huffy, but with Z's. Or just Hussey, like <laughs> like a hooker, like a loose woman, like a Hussey. He's a Hussey. No wonder why he knows so much. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know anything about Matthew Hussey before this episode? Did you know that he started out coaching men? Men! Not women who seemed to make up the majority of his audience that we saw watching the video that inspired this episode this week. This very episode. There's nothing that says here Nikki makes a comment now. <laughs> <laughs> I literally explained this whole thing before we started this segment, and yet, okay. Over two years, he coached 10, 000, over 10,000 men and learned what attracts the best quality of men. Oh. Over the past few years, he's coached more than 50,000 women at live events and home studies and 6 million online. Who's having this guy over his house? I don't know. Like, it's kind of weird. Do you, Who do you call? Do you call the Today Show? And you're like, hey, is Matthew Hussey coming in today? I'd and like to book like, your Matthew Hussey. They're like, well, we always just keep him in the back room. Do you do you need him for something? And the next year he's like, we keep him in a heart shaped box. He's like, oi, what can I help you with? And then he goes into his thing. I, I, you got me on the Australian accent thing because you brought it up before. Now I'm doing. That would be my Australian accent. <laughs> okay. It's all about oi. the oi, oi, <laughs> <laughs> which is not Australian, but all it right. might be. It might be. Could be. Oi, matey. <laughs> I guess it works. It could work. <laughs> well, look at this next comment. He is the resident love expert on a Today Show. We know what? because we just... they keep him locked in the room. <laughs> in we, a heart shape We box. told you what this was. <laughs> and has a monthly column in Cosmo, which has been teaching women how to snag Mr. Right, have sex, and have it all since 1965. That's my favorite line in the whole podcast. And I was 
for the listeners at home, mouthing along with Tom like a crazy stage mom what, at that last line. Don't know why was that your favorite line in the whole because show? Because Cosmo is like. It's a passing of the torch. Like when you oh. are a young woman and like you get introduced somehow to Cosmo, it teaches you, th- like it's very good for teaching you that like it's okay to be sexual, like as a young, like to learn about your body and to like, it's okay to want to have sex. Like it teaches you these good things. I feel like Hustler does the same thing. <laughs> Why is that different? Because it, because women are, women need to go deeper than that. I've seen some people. <laughs> Which Hustler can also help with, I'm sure. Sure can. <laughs> Maybe next week we'll be on some of their videos. <laughs> I'm going to go back to the horse show. Do you want to talk about the horses again? You love that horse Why movie. Why do you always bring it up? Like, all the time you bring you it up. You watched it. Why did you watch it? Like, you don't have a box of shit under <laughs> our bed that we need to all discuss? Right, all right, all right. <laughs> Keep your horse comments yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst his programs are... How to Talk to Men, 59 Secret Tips to Melt His Heart, Unlock What He's Thinking, and Make Him Want to Be With You. Good Lord. (laughs) A copy and paste done for your communication guide. Yeah, basically it's like you, they give you these scripts to like talk to men. So like, and you just copy and paste them. Like, so when he says something that goes with like, when he says something, you pick out one of these scripts and then send that back to him. I'm very against this. Go on. Keep going. Uh, but hold on. Can I tell you why I'm against this, though, really quick? Okay. Because you get a bunch of scripts. A guy, like, sends you a message or calls you or whatever, and all of a sudden you grab your book and you start, like, rifling through it, and you're like, oh, no, here's the perfect answer to this. Right? That somebody else wrote. That somebody else wrote. It's totally not you, 100%. So now what's going to happen when you're out on a date and you don't have your book with you and he's trying to talk to you and you're like a mongoloid with a mouthful of marbles <laughs> because you're trying to come up with ideas but you can no longer articulate exactly. on your own. Exactly. Read the next one. and Just then be yourself. God damn it. <laughs> Get him running back to you. The five simple steps to win your ex back fast. Not just win him back, but win him back fast. How is that a win? Because obviously, like, the relationship dissolved for something. Like, relationships don't generally just dissolve over nothing, I would think. Right, but I'm thinking to myself, what what is the trophy for winning? Like, you're making it sound like you're going to get something good out of getting your ex back, when chances are... You look pathetic. You not only look pathetic, but for fuck's sake, you broke up for that reason in the first place. Obviously, this person was not a trophy, which is the reason why you left them. Exactly. And now you're going to go through and be like, oh, this is great. Dude, it's a fucking bowling pin. (laughs) It's not a fucking trophy. It's a bowling pin with your name inscribed on it. So just (laughs) let it go. Let it go. And that is another completely done for you guide. Will you copy and paste the scripts? Yeah, but like you put it, like it tells you what to say over Facebook, text, and phone. That is ridiculous. Because again, what's going to happen? You're going to go by these scripts and maybe, maybe some knucklehead is going to like be like reading like his messages and then they're going to get messages from their ex and then all of a sudden be like going, man, I don't know what had happened, but they learned to spell and articulate. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, it's like you you go off script and you're like going, wait a minute, weren't you smart like a couple of hours ago? And now I'm talking to you and you're like back to being the same kind of mongoloid yeah. in the beginning. It's just, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, and it's like, so he feels like he's winning you back and not the other way around. Like, why does it have to be such a game? It doesn't. It's ridiculous. It's it's absolutely... Ins- I, this is what drives me crazy. So, since joining in June 2010, his YouTube channel has 418, 510,000 subscribers and more than 63 million views. 63 million views of people like going to this for help but that shows you how many lonely people are out there so if you approach somebody lonely people yes if you approach somebody there's 63 million of you single people out there 
there's a really good chance you're going to be able to strike up a conversation if you put in a little bit of your own effort. Hey, have you ever watched a Matthew Hussey video? <laughs> That's one way to start. And then it's like, I have. And it's like, no script here. <laughs> and then just like start freestyling. And then if you come off as goofy or whatever, at least the people know what they're getting into. Yeah, just be genuine. That's all you have to be is be genuine. Ugh. Other of his videos have thousands and hundreds of thousand yeah. views. Don't make fun of our guest. <laughs> his main goal, as he says on the first video, you see when you visit his website, get at gettheguy.co.uk, is to help you answer these three burning questions. That makes it sound itchy. Did it sound like? Did that sound like a USA um, Network late night commercial? <laughs> like did. during silk stockings, <laughs> like it comes on. <laughs> I feel like nobody's mentioned that ever. <laughs> got a I lot better. Got a lot better chance of somebody mentioning silk stockings than three ten the Yuma. Are you <laughs> I was really hoping you were gonna say spies like us. I was really hoping because as soon as it came out of my mouth, I'm like, here comes the jab. I really kind of wish I said spies like us, but I already had forgotten about it. <laughs> and I was like, what one did we make a big deal out of? Because that's kind of like the only one that I sort of remember. I'm not really sure. Oh, fuck you. All right, then. <laughs> so here are the three burning questions for late night listeners. One, where do I meet the best man? <laughs> Two, why did the guy I like stop calling and how could I change that? And three... How do I get my get the guy I'm with to get to the next level? So while you, yes, you listeners, can find out the answers to those mysterious mysteries by giving Matthew your name and email on his website, we'd like to bring in our resident human catastrophe coach, Cromwell Benningworth, to close out this week's long-ass Did You Know by giving us his answers to those three questions. Cromwell, thank <coughs> you so much for joining us. Thank you, Nicky. You can call me Crommy. Crommy? Okay, great. <coughs> I like when I get to call someone by their nickname. <coughs> so, <laughs> so Crommy, where do women, where can a woman meet the best kind of man? <coughs> Stay out of the village. No village. <coughs> no, vill no villages at all. Okay. None. Doesn't matter what state you're in. No, no villages. No villages. Okay. What about townships? Mm. Okay, that seems but, affirmative. But I would say, one of the best ways <laughs> is after the fox hunt. After the fox hunt? You go after the fox hunt. You smell a man's musk. You'll know if you want him. Yeah. All right, so to maybe maybe <laughs> maybe you can meet them in the clubhouse. In the clubhouse of the Fox Hunt Club, the Fox Hunt. Club. <laughs> okay, women. So listeners who are, might be single and looking for love, be sure to check out your local Fox Hunt Club. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where you met your wife, Crommy? Oh, my wife. <laughs> Miss Cromwell's no longer with us. I apologize. I'm so sorry. My condolences. I don't like to talk about it. Okay. Well, how? what would you say? <laughs> Probably something incoherent. <laughs> but let's see what happens. So why did the guy, why why does a guy stop calling a woman? And what can a woman do to change that? <coughs> he probably stopped calling because she all of a sudden got too opinionated. Too opinionated? <coughs> Men don't like an opinionated woman. We think you should be seen, not heard. Okay. <coughs> so to <coughs> You got some... <coughs> Is there a little bit of a fox tail in your throat? 
I thought the listeners might be getting tired of hearing you. (laughs) I apologize. I overstepped my bounds. Moving on. And finally, (laughs) Krami, (laughs) how does a woman (laughs) get a man she's dating? How does a woman get a man she's dating to take their relationship to the next level? Are we talking about analingus? <laughs> I feel like that is the only level left. <laughs> <laughs> and that's this week's Did You Know? Did you know? What the hell happened? <laughs> like, literally, what the hell happened there? Why did you let him in? Like, what was the thought process when we were coming up with the show and you were like, let's have a guest on tonight? Why would you think that Cromwell Bennington would be the guy? He said he was a human catastrophe coach, and I thought he'd be the perfect antithesis to a human dynamics coach. I actually feel like when he said, listen, I'm a human catastrophe coach, right there should have been the warning of, we might not want this guy on. I had to back away. I was not going to be any part of that whatsoever. You left the room, and I was like, he's leaving me for dead. I felt like I was right here, for Christ's sake. He's leaving me for dead, and he was wearing his fox hunting uniform. I don't know what that's all about. He loves the fox hunting. He is all about the fox hunt. I'm fascinated that this guy takes a helicopter to work every day. Every day. Like, (laughs) it's just ridiculous, man. I didn't even know fox hunting was still a thing. Fox hunting is definitely still a thing. I've heard some I things. never knew it was a thing in America. Like, when I think of fox hunting, I picture, like, Prince Charles or, like, oh. a king from, like, the past. You know, like, Prince William or something. I or... picture the omen. The who? The omen. The movie? Yeah. I never saw it. That, well, shocking. Shocking. You were too busy watching spies like us in 310 humor. <laughs> Couldn't have American horror classics. Let's watch one of these gems. <laughs> Let's watch one of Val Kilmer's movies. Quality. I remember when we used to just watch Trading Places on VHS all the time. <laughs> Trading Places is a great movie. Shut up. I, knew you I, knew <laughs> I love you that would. movie. Love oh my Those god! Those two rich old sons of bitches—they're so funny. Those old men—I love them. All right, let's just say this: if you want to talk to our resident old son of a bitch, or us. Please feel free to send any questions or comments to highregardshow at gmail.com. And we will pass your questions on the Cromwell. We sure will. He definitely, this guy fucking loves the limelight is all I can say. I think I might bring him back. I think I I might call him back. I hope you don't. I heard his throat is a little bit sore. Well, it should be. I heard he has a little bit of a sore throat. Maybe he needs some tea or something. He's we'll, probably going to drink a nice bourbon. Just don't even let him in right now. Just leave him out there. Whatever the fuck he does, he does. Just leave him with his own devices. <laughs> just go, like, just, shut off the studio <laughs> lights off and leave him in the green room. Seriously, <laughs> don't tell him we're leaving. We'll just walk out. We'll come back next week and he'll he still be his roaming horse around. With him. It's... <laughs> Good Lord. Is that what that smell is? I Holy shit. <laughs> If you want to check out our website where you can find all of our past episodes and some of our articles, please check out highregardshow.com. And for nonstop hilarity, follow us on all social media at High Regard Show. And that's it. Because I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and by nonstop hilarity, you do mean except for the days that we don't post anything because those are the days that it would be to stop. Because it's not nonstop. That would be a lot. That would be a lot of work for anybody. It sure would, Tom. That would be too much. (laughs) Good night, everybody. (laughs) 